It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm James Erpine, and welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. Great to be with you <laughs> on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making August a huge month. For the Locked on Bengals podcast, we hope September's even greater. Honestly, I hope by the end of September we're talking about a team that has the same amount of losses it has right now. On uh, on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Thanks for tuning in today. On today's show, you're going to hear from Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Reich. I got to talk to Coach Reich today on a conference call with a few other media members. Also, you're going to hear my one-on-one interview with John Ross, I asked him about his drops. I know, I know, I know you're concerned. Is he? We'll talk about that coming up as well. Plus, A.J. Green, the leader, and Tyler Eifert speaks. He spoke today. You'll hear his conversation with the media as well. But it's lovely. It's great. It's absolutely wonderful to have you in today. Let me just get you caught up on a few things. I caught up with uh, Coach Frank Reich uh, of the Colts. And one thing he said is Marlon Mack is getting healthier, the running back, which this applies to your fantasy team, too. I know plenty of people who have Marlon Mack on their fantasy team. I don't know if I do or not on any of mine. Anyways, um, Mack is – it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like he's going to go. So the Colts might be without their best running back, uh, which they have been throughout the the majority of the preseason. But he is improving. It just feels like it's more of a week two thing where they'll hold him out this week and he'll play week two. Um, Mike Wells covers the Colts. And he said that the Colts could be without um, left tackle Anthony Costanzo because of a hamstring injury. He did not practice Wednesday. He covers the Colts for ESPN. So that interesting as well. So the Colts kind of banged up. And this is what I think is most interesting. They're three-point favorites. I don't understand that much. Um, Here's what I do know. If you're a a fan of, of throwing money down one way or the other and you're going to do it, First, you should use my bookie. Second, you should use promo code locked on. Third, that's a game I would be looking at. Now, I'm not telling you to do it, do whatever you want, but the Bengals, three point underdogs to a team that is at the very best dealing with injuries at the left tackle position, dealing with injuries uh, for their, their best running back, and their quarterback hasn't played a game that matters in 18 months. Oh, and by the way, their secondary. Isn't good. Pass rush, not supposed to be that good. Jabal Sheard's a player. I like him a lot. Malik Hooker in the back end, he's, he's a good player coming off of an ACL. But it's not like they're game-changing on defense. I like the Bengals in this one. I'll, I'll just tell you now and give you my official prediction tomorrow, I guess, because that's that's just uh, – or, or Friday. I'm getting my days mixed up. After Monday, Monday was weird because I worked, but everyone was off. So I don't even know what the hell day it is, but it's it's Wednesday. So uh, I'll give you my official prediction later this week, but I'll tell you right now, unless something drastically changes, it's going to be in favor of the Bengals. Um, let's get to it here. I want to start with my one-on-one conversation today with John Ross. 
and then we'll get to Tyler Eifert and we'll move on from there. Uh, I think that Ross is obviously a, a key part of this offense. Um, I want you to hear this conversation. And my biggest takeaway actually doesn't have to do with John at all. So here's my conversation with John Ross, and I'll give you my biggest takeaway on the other side. I caught up with him earlier today in the Bengals locker room. Obviously, a lot has been made about your off-season workouts and training camp and preseason. Now it's finally here. How are you feeling about uh, week one? I feel so good. Like it's just, it's crazy how fast it it, it, it arrived. Like um, just being in, you know, off-season workouts and just thinking about you know camp, 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 and now camp is over and it's not. It feels like, you know, it just it blew by so fast. I'm so excited. It's unbelievable. What What do you think was the the best development that that you had in this offense had during camp? Uh, I think that experience piece. I think you know last year I didn't really get to, you know, be, you know, in a position to get so many reps that early during camp and get used to being with the offense being with the you know the 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 speed that they run um so I think I think for me to be able to be in there you know go through camp every single day you know and you know get used to playing with Andy playing alongside AJ and Tyler um I think it got it got me used to you know everything uh, real quick opposed to last year how big of a confidence boost was the play against Buffalo uh, it just was it huge for you do you think it was huge for your rapport in this offense with Andy and just getting in sync yeah I think both I think um it showed me that you know the things some of the things that I did in college I can still you know bring bring uh you know to this level and I think it showed you know lost like the other guys that you know I can I can be a playmaker you know um, when, when my number is called um, it's not going to happen every game you know that comes with the the territory everyone knows that like everyone you're not going to go in and make a play like that every single game it's just you know it's rare um but you know something like that does happen it's um you know i think it's a confidence boost it's not only for me but for everyone else around me talking for a few more minutes with john ross in the bengals locker room uh people will bring up drops and obviously you've you've had some drops during during training camp in the preseason is that a focus thing how do you approach that going into the regular season Uh, i talk to aj about it all the time and uh Coach Bignell, it's, it's a focus thing. Like he'll pause the, he'll pause the tape, and you see my eyes, not even looking at the ball. My hands are on the ball, but my eyes are looking at the ball. It's like I'm not focusing on the ball. So you know that's something that you know, um, I kind of just gotta dig deep and you know, really just focus. And you know, it's me right now trying to overthink it. It's just that's all it is. It's a lack of focus and taking my eyes off the ball. And it's you know, there's drills for that and stuff we work on, and you know, it'll it'll get better over time. I noticed uh, on preseason game number four, you were, and maybe it's just because you guys are wide receivers, but you're on AJ's hip the whole time. Is, yeah. that, is, is that a common thing now? You've been, yeah, well, you've been trying to, to pick his brain as much as you can? Yeah, every day, every single, you know what I'm saying? Even when I'm at home, um, even when I'm at home, like if I can text him something, I'll text him something and ask him, you know, you know what, what would you have done or you know how you feel about this or what did that look like? Even Andy, like after every play, even if he throws me a great ball, I'll tell him, was, I'll ask him, was that a great spot? Like, you want me to be in a different spot? How do you want me to play this? Um, et cetera. So it's like, you know, I, I always want to know how can I have done something better. I think when people think of A.J. Green on the outside looking in, they think of a, a quiet guy. Is he a leader, though? Yeah. And, and is he open to, to you hitting him up at 8 at night about a route or something yeah. like that? I mean, well, definitely. Like, he's he's only quiet because of his personality. Just like me, I'm a very quiet person. Like, a lot of people say I'm soft-spoken and I don't talk a lot, but I actually talk to my guys a lot. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not a... We're not outgoing people, but, you know what I'm saying, we, we talk a lot. But AJ's definitely a, a leader. You know, whenever you, you need him, he'll, he'll actually, like, whatever you need, he'll talk to you about, like, 
Um, there was a drill after practice. You know, coach wanted to you know do some extra catching after practice. AJ didn't like. Of course, he wasn't talking to AJ, but but you know, AJ was like, you know, John, come here. I got a drill for you. He didn't ask him to do that or anything. It was just something he was like, here, do this every day after practice. And you know, that's something I do now. So it's just st- little stuff like that. Last question in the Bengals locker room with John Ross. If I was were to ask you your personal goal for this year, if you had one goal, what would it be? Just. I want to be a contributor. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I think um, I don't have no, I don't have a numbers, a numbers goal or anything like that. I just want to be a guy who each and every week is a factor in our offense um, or, you know, on special teams or whatever. Some, like, I, I want to be the guy who shifts the game, you know, if possible. Um, you know, like, where they, where they say, well, this play by Sean Ross was, you know, central, you know, some, something like that, you know. Um, whether it's every game or every other game, I just want to make sure that I'm a big, you know, uh, contributor in this offense. John, I appreciate the time. Good luck Sunday. No problem. Thank you. That's good stuff. John Ross, myself, earlier today in the Bengals locker room. Say what you want about John. You might like him, hate him, whatever. I mean, I mean, I get it. He has a mixture of fans right now and, and people hated the pick. He's a talker. And, and one thing, and my biggest takeaway from that interview is, is what he said about A.J. Green. Because I, I know Andy's approachable, but, but A.J. Green, and I noticed this on Thursday night, but I didn't really say anything until that interview, actually. John was talking to AJ the whole time. I would look down, and I could see who's where. And, and that's why I asked him about possessions, because like CJ Uzama and uh, Tyler Eifert and Ryan Hewitt, they were all together, too. So usually you gather as a position group. Uh, but I, I like to see that stuff. Most of the starters on the bench, who's doing what. Um, by the way, John Ross was uh, interfered with on Thursday night. Against the Colts. That was interference. Absolutely interference. Um, but he should have caught it. He should have caught it. Uh, they didn't call it, and he didn't catch it. Um, you got to fight through it. So that, that's something I, I will say. Um, but my biggest takeaway is that A.J. Green's becoming a leader on this team. He's the oldest wide receiver in the room. Clearly the best. But you're talking about A.J. Now, uh, you know, once a kid that we watched grow up. Let's be honest. When he got here... He's a kid, 2011, and he's grown up, and he's one of those guys that now is a, is a father, now is a husband, going to be a father again um, with, with his second child, and now he's the guy that these young players are looking up to, texting, reaching out to, and I think that's great. How many years did we talk about how Andrew Whitworth was that guy? For linemen, for Andy, for insert whoever you want to mention, right? It, it, it was certainly there. That was certainly something that we talked about. Oh, a- Andrew Whitworth, what a leader he is. A.J. Green, he can be that exact guy. He can be, and he's showing it, and, and I love that. So if there's one thing I took away from that interview, it had nothing to do with John at all. I guess it did indirectly. A.J. Green, the leader, I love it. And uh, I think he's poised and just ready for a huge. Mark this down. A.J. Green's going to have a huge bleeping season. He is. And uh, speaking of fantasy teams, if you got him on your fantasy team, uh, you're, you're going to be in for a treat. I think he's going to be a top five fantasy wide receiver this season. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. You know how I mentioned that the Bengals were three-point underdogs? Well, if you want to take advantage of that or any other games, maybe tomorrow night against the, the, the Eagles and, and Falcons right now, I think the Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Well, there's one place to go to, and it's my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as 
who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people, always use my bookie. They're your best bet this season. Lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend a service that I've used. I currently use it. I use it regularly. I love it. Uh, You can do in-game betting, live betting, mid-game. And think about that. Live betting in the middle of the game, oh, the the Bengals are down three. The line moved even more in the Colts' favor. Well, I'm going to take that, you know. Who knows? Maybe you want to do that. The most rewarding player perks in the business. And for fantasy, I've been mentioning fantasy throughout the show today. You can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. All you got to do is go to my bookie, join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar with promo code locked on to activate the offer. That's it. You got to just use promo code locked on, activate the dollar for dollar match from my bookie. Visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie, M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code locked on when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So we heard from John Ross today on the Locked on Bengals podcast. Let's hear from a guy who, let's be honest, there's plenty of question marks about him too. Tyler Eifert. What will he bring? What will he not bring? Here's what I know he's going to bring. A good hair game. I didn't get to ask any questions, but Eifert met with the media earlier today at Paul Brown Stadium. Yeah, I'm super excited. The rest of the guys are excited. Um, you know, we got a couple couple days left of uh, preparation and and uh, get some good work in, but uh, we're, we're excited to get this thing going. And and uh, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, put on display what we've been working on and um, score a lot of points. We didn't get a chance to see a lot of you in the preseason, but when we did, you looked good, obviously, in Buffalo. How, how ready is this offense to be at full force 100% and kind of do everything it can do on Sunday? Yeah, we're ready. We've, I mean, put, we put the work in. We started a long time ago uh, in OTAs, and, um, you know, it's – it's time to go, and it's time to uh, time to perform. It's time to um, put everything we've been working on, put it together, and uh, and do it the right way. And um, you know, I think that's what we'll do. Do you get a sense of like inside the locker room? Is there just kind of a feeling of you guys wanting to prove something on Sunday about this offense and how much better it is? Yeah, I don't know if we have I don't know something to prove, um, but I think we're we're just excited. We know how much talent we have. We know how much work we've put in, and. Um, we're just excited to to, uh, to put it on, on tape and, and go out there and have fun. You're a big dude, talented dude, made a lot of great catches here. At this point in your career, do you find yourself, are there any mental blocks to what what you want to do out there because you know that your body has kind of betrayed you in the past? No, not at all. Um, I feel like every, every injury has been kind of a somewhat of a fluke thing and uh, so I don't that's not even the thought when I go out there I feel feel great right now I feel confident and um, you know be ready to go some of it's just a byproduct of the position you play I think yeah I mean it's, it's part of the game it happens and you know I'm, I'm 
I'm past it and uh, and uh, moving forward on positive notes, taking each step week by week to get to where I am right now, um, which is the, the start, the opening uh, opening uh, weekend of the NFL. So uh, I'm just excited and uh, uh, looking forward to it. Just being back in the Hoosier State, even get you more excited. I mean, the college year, high school there, does it even give you a little bit more? I mean, you can let your hair flow a little bit more at home. Uh, I mean, there'll be a lot of my family and friends there. Uh, it's not too far from home, so uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And I'm sure they'll have a, a big tailgate. They'll be having a lot of fun. But uh, we got Bengals got uh, you know work to do on Sunday, so that's what we'll be worried about. Speaking of let your hair flow, explain the story behind the mullet. What, what prompts this, and uh, how long do you think it's to be? Uh, it started, I don't know, probably five months ago. And uh, it, goes, it dates back to the college football season when I saw Coach Gundy had it. He you know, was well-groomed, and I thought it looked good. I figured I'd give it a go. Uh, I don't know, it's just kind of fun. It keeps you guys uh, asking me other questions besides <laughs> about my back. So that's always good, and uh, no. I just have a little fun with it. Yeah, the target is to, you know, a goal, we got to make the playoffs or I'll cut it thing. No, I'm just kind of rolling with it. You know, it's... It kind of started as a, not really a joke, but just kind of a ha-ha thing. And, um, you know, it's it's uh, taking a lot of work and, and getting through the awkward stages of it. But, um, you know, it's, it's uh, turned out pretty good. Whose is better, yours or Coach Gundy's? Uh, yeah, he cut his, so I'm, I guess I'm carrying the torch. Um, at, at the peak, though, at his peak. I think, I've, got, I think I've got him beat. Um, I got I got great hair from my mom, and uh, so it's going well. It's 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 funny. I mean, I, I shake people's hand firm like my dad taught me, and they're like, "Wow, this is a serious good kid." And I turn and they're like, "Whoa, let's do parties too." <laughs> and you see people talking like, "Oh, you see that? He parties too." So uh, it's just it's just fun. And, uh, I've enjoyed it. He's got the best hair in the league. Is that the case? I don't know. Nick Vigil had, and, and I think he cut it, but Nick Vigil was rocking a man bun at a high level. So it, really high-level man bun rocking by, by Nick Vigil, which you heard my conversation with him earlier during training camp. So, yeah, I, I think Tyler Eifert, pretty good hair. Will his game match his hair on Sunday? Will his game match his hair this season? Here's why I'm, why I'm rooting for Tyler Eifert. And it, and it honestly has nothing to do with the, the Bengals winning and losing, but obviously it's, it's, it directly affects that. Eifert has success this year. He's going to get paid somewhere. Success in the NFL, health in the NFL, time in the NFL is fleeting. If you watched Hard Knocks yesterday, uh, it, it's just watching people get cut. And it's, you put in, and, and those of you that really bust your ass at whatever your industry is, it, it was very heartbreaking. Um, it, it got to me. It, it really sucks to watch Insert whatever player you want from Hard Knocks. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. They walk in, and it's just like, yeah, we're going to let you go. Uh, you know it's a tough day. And then Hugh Jackson's like, yeah, man, there's a, there's a place in the league for you, but just not right now. Not going to work here. Keep working. Uh, keep doing you, and, and thank you. And that's it. I mean, it, it's literally – and maybe Hard Knocks trimmed it because it's a show, but it, it doesn't take much. It's not a long process. Not a long process at all. I just, 
Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. So I, I don't know. It just, it sucks. So if, if watch Hard Knocks and you tell me, I felt for the players that got cut. And so the, the thing that I want to see from Eifert is him to cash in and be able to get that one big deal. He's making decent money this year. can make plenty more with incentives. Made good money last year. I get all that. More money than you or I probably will ever make, right? But what I'm saying is I want him to get that, you know, four years, $32 million. Four years, $28 million. From here or elsewhere, just being a person. He's worked his tail off. It's not his fault that, that he's had some freak injuries. Freakish stuff. Like, I think Eifert keeps himself in good shape and tries to do what he can to stay healthy. So I hope he can this season because uh, it would certainly benefit him and his family long term. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I caught up with Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Reich. It was myself, Dan Horde, and uh, Laurel Fowler, who covers, um, covers the Bengals for Cox Media in Dayton. And it was us three. And we caught up with him on a conference call earlier today. You'll hear that conversation next. But first, a word from The Athletic. Look, The Athletic is the place you hear Joe Goodberry on this podcast at least once a week. And The Athletic is a great subscription-based publisher for the smarter sports coverage. You're looking for in-depth stuff. Like, I know a lot of you like when Joe's on this show. You get in-depth stuff from him. In-depth stuff from the newest member of their Bengals team, Jay Morrison, who's their newest Bengals beat writer. And, and honestly, they got great NBA coverage, great NFL coverage. Let's say you want to read about Indianapolis. You can go read about Indianapolis with The Athletic. And right now, and now only, can you get 40% off. All you got to do is go to theathletic.com slash Bengals, And it's good for 40% off a first-year subscription to The Athletic. 40% off. All you got to do, theathletic.com slash locked on Bengals. The athletics model is simple. No ads. You don't have any pop-ups. No autoplay videos. Instead, you get to subscribe and you're going to get authentic, in-depth coverage written by journalists who know their teams inside and out. Again, theathletic.com slash locked on Bengals. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. All right, I mentioned my conversation with Colts head coach Frank Reich. Uh, Laurel was in on it. Dan Horde, the voice of the Bengals, was in on it. Here's our conversation with him. I thought this was interesting on a health standpoint. He mentioned Ryan Hewitt as well, who, who they signed earlier this week. Um, and so much more earlier today. Here's uh, Frank Reich, the newest coach. I mean, heck, he's fresh coach. He's coaching game one of his NFL head coaching career is uh, this Sunday against the Bengals. Indianapolis head coach Frank Reich with Dan Horde, Laurel Fowler, and myself. Uh, let's talk about Andrew Luck. You played the position. What's the biggest hurdle he faces after missing a year? You know what? I think he's, see, I think he's checked every box. Um, you know, taking hits in preseason, scrambled, um, sacked, you know, making all the throws, deep throws, short throws. 
you know, now we're just facing the challenge of, of the duration, the longevity of the season, the grind of the season, you know, playing 60 minutes every game, going 16, a 16 game season. Um, I think that's really the, the, the last box to check, you know, now let's fight our way through a season. One of his strengths has always been extending plays, but that exposes him to hits. Would you prefer that he gets rid of it, even it, even if it costs you some big plays? You know, I think there's a fine line, and, you know, we, we talk a lot about that. And you don't want to take away, you know, you don't want to take away part of what makes him great. Um, so I think there's a fine balance in there. It's a fine line, and I think there's like a, a continuum that you move back and forth between. And a lot of it's based on the situation, the play, the score, the time on the clock. Um, it seems like a lot, but for a guy like that that's that smart and understands the game the way he does, you know, what we've talked about is just like in the past game where you take calculated shots, you know, there's times when you're scrambling and, and doing stuff like that that we can be more aggressive, and then there's times that we got to use good judgment and live to play another play. Coach, you have a, a good running back in Marlon Mack. I've heard that he's been uh, bothered by, by an injury. Do you, do you expect him to go on Sunday? You know what? We're, that's to be determined. You know, day by day by day, he's been making good progress. You know, so we're hopeful, but we're going to have to determine later in the week. How important is the running game, uh, especially for Andrew Luck? Obviously, he's coming back from injury, and it's a, a quarterback's best friend to have a good running game. No doubt, and I, you know, I mean, I really, I think it's incredibly important. I mean, certainly for him, our team, really anywhere. I mean, anywhere I've ever been. Uh, a, run, a good running game is absolutely essential. I mean, I just think it's really hard to win consistently week in and week out if you don't have a good running game. What stands out about the Bengals? You know what? I mean, the Bengals, I, I got so much respect for Coach Lewis and, and, and that program and just what they've done over the years, just consistently winning. Obviously, as a coach who's been on the offensive side of the ball, you know, I always look at the Bengals as being one of the better defenses in the league. Um, they're really good up front, um, just long and athletic and good pet, good four-man pass rush, um, have some unique blitz packages. You know, on the offensive side of the ball, you know, I think Dalton DeGreen has, you know, been one of the better connections in the NFL over the last number of years. I mean, they've made big-time plays consistently, you know, week in and week out. So a really good challenge in week one. I know the Bengals scouts were really high on Quentin Nelson. I guess everybody was uh, going into the draft. What has he shown you so far? You know what he's he's shown a lot. What most mostly what he's shown is just uh, the mentality. You know, just a toughness mentality that uh, you know loves ball. Smart football player, tough, physical. uh, You know, really just a hard worker. Good fundamentals and technique. Certainly a legit number six pick. We couldn't be more excited to have him. I imagine he will go up against Geno Atkins quite a bit uh, on Sunday. How important is that one-on-one matchup? It's a big matchup. You know, it's a big matchup. Um, You know, and a great challenge for him in his first start to go up against one of the elite, you know, defensive tackles in the league. So, uh you know, that he'll have his hands full. I mean, it's interior line play, so he's not always handling by himself, but there will be, there will be uh, I'm sure, some one-on-one matchups between those two guys. Ryan Hewitt was just here with the Bengals. Um, what does he bring to your team? You know what, we just like Ryan's versatility. We like, you know, what he did on special teams. Um, we liked his ability to play both tight end and fullback. 
um, you know, just see some value there. Um, you know, just know that he's a smart player and uh, just just feel like those versatile tight ends slash fullbacks are, are really helpful for an offense. Is that a guy that you asked Andrew about? Obviously, they were teammates at Stanford. Yeah, yeah, we did. And, uh, you know, we did ask him about him. And obviously, he had really great remarks to say about Ryan and, you know, just the, how smart and how what tough what a tough player he was. You've changed your alignment on defense. Are there any players in particular that have really benefited from that switch? You know, I, I think Jabal Sheard, you know, is, is really flourishing in it. You know, he's got some unique pass rush ability. Um, you know, obviously this wasn't a switch for him, but our, our second-round draft pick, Darius Leonard, it's a perfect fit for him. You know, the run and hit, that well linebacker spot is incredibly important. Um, you know, so it's really all about – it's really all about a pass rush and putting guys in position to rush the passer there. So we feel like it's been a good adjustment. Um, you know, there's been a few kinks along the way, but we've really, I think the guys have handled it well. And I think uh, Matt Eberflus and his staff have really handled it well. And I think it's, you know, accentuating our players in a way that will allow them to make plays on Sundays. Coach, Coach how challenging is it to, uh, prepare for an offense that is completely brand new. I know the Bengals are, are doing this against you guys this week. There, there's not much to go off of besides a, a couple of preseason games. So how, how big of a challenge is that? It's a, it's a challenge. I mean, you know, it's a little bit of a challenge. Um, but, you know, I always think early in the season, it's more about what we do, you know, what we do on defense, what we do on offense. You know, you certainly game plan and, and you expect things and you're trying to scheme for things and understand from a defensive standpoint, you want to understand their offense and what they're trying to do and vice versa. But there's another side to it, and I think a big part of it is just executing our schemes defensively, offensively, and special teams. So early in the season, you know, we, we really weight that obviously heavily the whole year, but we really focus hard on, hey, let's run our core stuff that's what we've been working on the whole offseason and training camp, and let's just do it well. That makes sense, by the way. That makes sense. That's Indianapolis Colts head coach Frank Reich. And to me, it makes sense for a variety of reasons. One, for the Colts, because they don't know exactly what to expect from the Bengals' offense. But apply it to the Bengals. They're going up against Frank Reich, who wasn't there last year, a new offensive coordinator who wasn't there last year, a new defensive coordinator who wasn't there last year, Andrew Luck, who didn't even play last year, there's not much film on this team and what to expect and what not to expect. So if you're the Bengals and you're Terrell Austin or you're Bill Lazor, you just got to kind of say the exact same thing. This is about us, not them. We're going to execute our stuff. And as far as the Ryan Hewitt stuff goes, um, I didn't play football at a competitive level. I played basketball at a competitive level. And there were times when if you're better, let's say you're better than the person you're going up against. Chad Johnson's known for this, by the way. You could tell them, hey, I'm going to dribble with my left hand, cross you over, and get a layup right now. And then you do it. So if the Bengals are better than the Colts, then they should be able to make that happen. And I know A.J. Green's good enough. It doesn't matter what Ryan Hewitt tells them about A.J. Green. Right? So to me, I think it's overblown a little bit. A little bit. Now, will they be able to do some intricacies and little things? Will Hewitt be able to give them? Sure, potentially. But I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. A little longer today, but I wanted to play 
something from the Colts. Frank Reich. I mean, it doesn't get much better than hearing their coach talk about A.J. Green or their coach talk about Andrew Luck and what he can do and not do. I think the Bengals still win. Again, if you're betting on any games, any NFL, college, NBA, when it's coming around, Major League Baseball, one spot, my bookie. Use promo code locked on and they'll match your first deposit dollar for dollar. Also, the athletic, theathletic.com slash locked on Bengals gets you 40% off for the first year. Back at it tomorrow. I'm James Erpine. Thanks for listening today on the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.